0: Welcome back. Today we are talking about how to have real estate conversations. Now this is a podcast that when Julie was writing it, she was originally doing it with new agents in mind. But as the weeks progressed, because we were usually working on content for a couple weeks in advance, we noticed that as the market changed, a lot of our more grizzled veterans also needed help knowing how to answer these questions. So we are going to be reviewing a lot of what should have been frankly very uh, basic information on how to answer very uh, for very common real estate questions. But we're going to give you a little bit different variations of how the, the prospective client might ask the question and also give you some ideas on how you can answer the question. Julie?
1: That's right. So we're going to talk about how to handle those basic questions that you're going to hear all the time in your real estate practice. Indeed, just when you're walking around doing your normal daily things, So don't be a secret agent anymore. Usually when you guys don't know what to say, you don't say anything at all.
0: So before we get to point number one, I want to remind all of you that it's not too late for you guys to become Premier Coaching clients. And all you have to do, it's two simple ways. You choose which path you want to go. You just simply text the word Premier, P-R-E-M-I-E-R, to 47372. Text the word Premier to 47372. Um, And then we'll text you back and there'll be a link and then you can join Premier Coaching. Oh, by the way, it is free. You can join Premier Coaching for free. Or if you prefer, if you are maybe outside the continental United States or if you just don't want to text, that's fine as well. Just go to members.timandjulieharris.com. Now, Premier Coaching for the the access level that you guys will have does include a daily semi-private coaching call with one of our Harris certified coaches. So be very clear on that. You will be on our exclusive members section the second you uh, join Premier Coaching. And also you'll be getting the real estate treasure map. You'll be getting scripts, uh, price change scripts for this market, listing presentation scripts. You'll be getting buyer and seller pre-qualification scripts. You'll be getting proactive lead generation. Yes, lots and lots of information about lead generation is included when you text the word premier to 47372 or just go to com. yes the real estate treasure map is in there your 90 day massive action plan everything you need now to have very clear direction in your real estate business Um, really for the next couple years, is included in Premier. Oh, and the best part, I think all of you will agree, is that it's free. So just text the word Premier to 47372 or just go to members.timandjulieharris.com. Remember when texting, message, and data rates may apply. Every single one of you right now, join Premier Coaching. That is the simplest, clearest way forward for all of you because of this market.
1: All right, so your job is to talk about real estate all the time, to not be a secret agent. And when you become more and more comfortable with this, of course, that will lead to more appointments and closing more transactions for you because you'll help more people. Before we get to our four common questions and how to answer them, I want you to write down the four rules about these conversations. Rule number one is always be positive. It doesn't really matter if you started out on the wrong side of the bed, or if you had a deal go sideways, you're dealing with an inspection. Nobody you're talking to really cares except the client it affects. So always be positive.
0: That's really an important, uh, that's right there. If Julie doesn't read her other three points, which are fantastic, uh, especially point number four. But point number one is really, really incredibly important because if you enter conversations, and you're negative, you don't know what's actually going on in that perspective or that person's head before they started talking with you, they could have very well been reaching out to you to have a real estate conversation. They asked a normal question like, how's the market, which we're gonna get into in a second, or things like that. And you, frankly, from inexperience and lack of skill, are then pouring on the seller with a lot of misinformation or stuff that sounds overly salesy. Like you might start selling, uh, saying things that are incongruent with what is going on in the market, what's going on at the news. What you need to do is balance out what the seller or the prospect is actually thinking, feeling, and experiencing with the positive nature of owning real estate. And we're gonna show you how to do all that. But the real takeaway is never be negative. Never say anything or do anything that's in any way that could be construed as negative. People subconsciously do not like negative people.
1: They don't want to work with negative people. They won't refer their friends to you. You just, and a lot of times they won't tell you, they'll just do what you guys call ghosting. You just won't hear from them again. So rule number one was always be positive. Rule number two, concentrate on who you're talking to. Make it all about them, not all about you. Refer to our podcast using the Ford Method, Family, Occupation, Recreation, and Dreams, about some real drill-down tactics on how to do that. But always concentrate on the person you're talking to, not all about you.
0: The point is, is watch out for your overuse of personal pronouns like I. Don't talk about you, talk about them. And when they're listening, when they're answering the questions that you're asking in a normal conversational way, you're not interrogating them. Again, Julie just gave you guys a tip. Go back and listen to our podcast on real estate conversations. It's actually not called Ford.
1: Well, the yeah. podcast is conversations. Yes. Right,
0: real estate conversations. Go back and listen to that one. It's also over on um, iTunes and Stitcher and everywhere else. Then you can get an idea of what we mean. But really the takeaway is think about yourself. When you're out and about and you run across somebody um do you want to talk to them or are you kind of repelled by them well why are you repelled by them it's probably because When you're with them, all they wanna do is talk about themselves and it's exhausting, it's draining. So give people the opportunity to talk about themselves, allow them, and this is when you're obviously trying to be a professional, right? Be the person that is going to listen and ask questions about what people said and then they'll be attracted to you. So you guys getting the difference here? Don't be the person that repels people, be the person that attracts people. If you're out and about on a walk, You might see because people know that you show sincere interest in what they have to say. You'll see people gravitating towards you. In other words, they want to be around you because the last time they talked to you, you made them feel good because you listened to their jib jab. And you ask questions, proving that you were actually listening intently and being curious about what they said. That is how you give yourself that certain je ne quoi or that it factor. It just comes back to very basic stuff like not talking about yourself like ever. Again, listen to the podcast where we talked about this. And it's obviously a lot of it's a lot more drilled down information is in the premier coaching program and make it about them. That's the key.
1: That's right, and that includes on face-to-face conversations, not looking at your phone, looking around who else is around, you know, concentrating on who's in front of you. So point number three, your mindset is always about how you can be of service. Be a problem solver. I'm going to give you a real quick example. I was listening to a call uh, that one of our great coaching clients in Utah sent me, uh, Audrey Monson, and I have to say that Audrey's calls have transformed over the past two or three weeks, and it's because of this point. She said, when I shifted my mindset to how can I help someone, the calls got easier. They got more conversational. It's
0: because you unplug your ego. Yes. Right. And I have, you know, I've experienced that probably tens of thousands of times on coaching calls. The reason that people are resistant to making proactive lead generation calls or talking about real estate is because they're thinking internally about what they're going to say, how they're going to say, what the person is thinking about them. Their ego is just firing off a million miles per second, filling their brains with all these doubtful thoughts, right? Oh my gosh, if you go up and talk to Bob about real estate, Bob's going to think you're desperate. Bob's, you're, What if Bob asked you a question you don't know the answer to? I'm talking fast intentionally so, what, you, know, so you can laugh at yourself and realize that your internal conversation or your ego is what's preventing you actually from having conversations that are gonna to lead to transactions. So the best way to shift away from that is really intentionally say to yourself, and I've had coaching clients over the years, write this down on a big old piece of paper and put it by their desk. How can I be of service to you? Because and you guys should experiment with this little, you know, it's this mindset trick in essence. But if you're thinking about how can I be of service to somebody else? How can I help that person? Do you notice it's like gratitude? It's kind of scratching the same little, you know, neurological pathway. But when you're trying to focus on being of service to other people, all that internal dialogue, it's still there, but it's not going to control your outcome. Um, again, so if you're focused, if you have to call right now and you've never made a proactively generation call before in your life, and you're terrorized to do it, it's because your brain is, you know, creating all the worst case scenarios. What if they're mad? What if they ask me a question I don't know the answer to? What if they're this? What if they're the other thing? What if you instead are focusing on your best energies in a very quite uh, intentional, literal, you know, uh, way of being of service to them? Say it to you. Uh, say it to yourself. I, how can I be of service to this person? How can I help this person? And then all those ego thoughts start to melt away. And then as you start making the calls, and as you see yourself, feel yourself making the calls, in the proactive lead generation things we teach you in and uh, Premier Coaching, then what happens is those internal conversations of doubt, basically, and ego start to go away because they're they're no longer needed or they're no longer serving a purpose. And now you're incredibly motivated, encouraged by the fact that you do be, you have become a, a problem solver. You see the results and um, and obviously the personal benefits of helping people. And that is a essentially a, the positive momentum that all of you must have, especially in a market like this.
1: That's right. Makes a huge difference. So point number four. Speaking of a market like this, this particular rule is all about today's market. Remember that people move because of their circumstances, not because, or not always, because of market conditions. There are always opportunities to help people buy or sell real estate. The market is shifting, not crashing, so keep your drama tucked in. Again, straight off of listening to calls, I've listened to a whole bunch of expired prospecting this week, uh, proactive, you know, expired hunting from our students. And you know what is very common is the expired is saying, you know what? I never expected for it not to sell. I have to sell this house. Just tell me what to do. Oh,
0: that excites me, doesn't it? I know.
1: I listened to one yesterday and literally, I think this might've been one of Chris Leon's, one of the ones yesterday, uh, the expired was literally saying, maybe it was Audrey's, um, they were saying, I I, just tell me what to do. I had five showings and four of them told me they didn't like the color of the woodwork, but my agent didn't tell me what to do about it. And then it expired and now I don't know what to do. Maybe I should give up, maybe I should rent it, maybe I should keep it, but I thought I really wanted to sell it. It's like they were confused because there was no direction from the previous agent and yet they still had their motivation to sell
0: this is the reason that a transitioning market creates the best opportunities for agents that are frankly serious about their success because as we're leaving this past market we're going to leave in the dust all the low-skilled agents because what you're seeing and experiencing and what julia was just sharing a story with you about about that expired call was the simple fact that the previous listing agent probably got the listing Because of no skilled reason, basically, because the agent knew the seller. Maybe they knew each other because they walk, go to the same parks, their kids swim in the same, whatever, whatever. There was no pre-qualification. There was no listing presentation. There was no actual plan to get the property sold because that listing agent had no experience selling in a transitioning market, let alone a balance or a buyer's market. You're all the same way. Statistically, maybe 30 or 40,000 of you will download view, and consume this uh, podcast today. And of all of you, how many of you actually were in business 15 years ago? I mean, it's ridiculous. I, no joke. I bet you it's fewer than 1%, maybe 3% that were actually in the business that long. And so if you weren't in a real market before where there was let alone a shifting transitioning market, you've got to understand that the greatest opportunities are right now and maybe for the next year, but really absolutely going uh, over the next, say, four to six months, because all of the listings that are active now, all the listings, frankly, that are coming for sale now are mostly getting uh, listed by low skilled agents who do not know how to position the house correctly in the market. In other words, price it right to sell it, Pos- uh, You know, con- uh, put the correct uh, condition on it, like Julia is just saying. They don't know how to actually deal with a market where the house doesn't sell itself. You learn those skills. You then start um, essentially going after those expires when they hit the market, and you are going to make so much money. You guys see how it's getting back to solving someone else's problem? You guys see how our philosophy is always rooted around helping other people? You're helping that desperate seller who absolutely positively needs to sell the house because you've learned what to say. You've, you know, frankly, know how to get a household in this market. You've earned the right to experience the success that comes from solving that person's problem. That is what skills are all about. That is what our coaching problem is all about. Our our coaching program is all about. That's
1: right. Okay. So moving on to your four most common questions that you're hearing when you're out and about and how to answer them. These are very commonly asked questions. Number one, how's the market? Now here's what not to say. I'm going to make sure Max doesn't My energy drink. (laughs) Our dog, our French
0: French bulldog just walked in. Hey, Max, do not say a word, okay? Quiet,
1: quiet, mister. You're our audience. All right, so how's the market? Now, there's three things not to say. Number one, well, it's coming to a screeching halt lately with my showings. I haven't had a showing in a while ever since the rates changed. Oh, my gosh, drama, drama, drama. Okay, do not say, my last closing was a real nightmare. You won't believe what happened, and then go into the story about that. Do not say i'm waiting for it to crash like everyone else or any of those types of you know negative remember one of our rules was always be positive but you don't go into fire hosing them with all that kind of stuff
0: yeah i mean that's really the bottom line and um this is where you guys lead yourselves into conversations that are going to result in a no sale for example you might start thinking, well, this is your opportunity to start, uh, you know, telling the buyers, or to, you know, this is your Mr. Buyer. We're going to be able to beat the sellers up and get in cra- incredible prices. No, you're not. And if you start leading with essentially hackish scripts and approaches like that, that are rooted in frankly greed or just your lack of experience, you will fail because if you cannot fulfill that uh, promise, the overpromise you made to that client, they will get rid of you. They will fire you. They will drop you. And that goes on the seller side of things too. So if you're now having to you know deal with sellers who think their houses are worth more than the market, which is pretty much all of them, and you don't know how to set the table for a future repositionings in the market, aka price reductions, the seller will fire you. And it, they're not going to fire you because they don't think or they don't realize or agree that the house needs to have a lower price or the condition needs to improve. They're going to fire you because you did not set the table when you took the listing. In other words, you did not... Uh, tell them of the possibility that there'll have to be some uh, repositioning uh, going into this changing market. And they will feel like you withheld information that you should have been telling them. And that's exactly what happens. So there's going to be a list. Some of you listening right now or listing houses right now. But you're not having conversations with sellers letting them know what will happen in the future if you don't have a written verified offer you don't know the scripts you don't know what to say it's going to be 30 or 60 days from now the seller's motivation is going to even be more heightened because they're getting closer to whatever the reason was that they were selling the house in the first place you haven't sold the house they're going to stumble across somebody else maybe they call another agent agent's not crossing your sign that seller called them does the seller saw that other agent sell a house in your marketplace and that other agent then tells them the things that you should have told them when you took the listing. They will fire you, They will, you will release the listing, that other agent's gonna get the listing. That's what happens in a transitioning market. Do not let yourself be real estate roadkill. Do join our Premier Coaching Program. Text the word PREMIER to 47372, text the word PREMIER to 47372, or go to members.timandjulieharris.com. Remember when texting, message and data rates may apply.
1: So back to our question, so how's the market? Here's what you do say. The market is changing, but it's still great. Remember, keep it positive. I've been really blessed to help so many people over the past year, and I'm so glad you asked. I've set a goal of helping three more families buy or sell real estate this month. Who do you know who could use my help buying or selling? Or you might ask, what are you most curious about with regards to real estate? And then shut up and listen to their answer.
0: And one of the questions that's really easy for everyone to ask, and it's very powerful, is, and you can end every conversation, some of you are going to Orange Theory, some of you are just doing normal things in life today, all of you, right? Uh, And you're running into people that maybe you see on a regular basis, do yourself a favor and start ending every interaction with that person by asking a question that's as as close to this as you will allow yourself to say it. By the way, who do you know who's thinking about buying or selling in this market that I should be helping? Just And you can emphasize the word helping because that's obviously the key word. So by the way, Bob, who can can you think of uh, in this market that's thinking about buying or selling that I should be helping? Or, and this is my favorite variation of it, hey, by the way, Bob, who are the two or three people you know that are thinking about buying or selling that I should be helping in this market? Just ask it like that. And you will be shocked how frequently, maybe not like at the very moment, but you'll be shocked how frequently uh, Bob will then text you back or message you back, a day or so uh, later now if you see bob on a regular basis maybe you're going to orange theory every uh three days a week or whatever it's going to be don't be afraid to ask bob every time you see it now you can you know play up on the variants of how you're going to ask the question but always ask 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 and what will eventually happen is bob will start becoming um the old-fashioned way of saying it is a bird dog in the community and he'll start you know his ears will start tuning into transactions and automatically think of you That is really one of the most powerful things you can do in a market like this because we're going to a time where people are going to be really looking for skilled, competent, uh, caring real estate professionals. And if you're putting yourself out there by telling people you wanna help people, you will be identified as that person. You cannot fake this. This is not building a brand or you know trying to create some image of yourself being successful through some social media campaign. This is you becoming successful because you've earned the right to be successful from having helped other people accomplish their goals.
1: That's right, and when you ask Bob who he knows all the time, when it's time for Bob himself to buy or sell, he's gonna think of you first. So question number two that you hear all the time, well, I'll get to that in a second. How long have you been in real estate? You guys think you hear that all the time, but here's the note. The more professional you are, the less likely you are to actually get that question. And
0: the older you are, frankly. This
1: is true, so dress well, learn your scripts, and know what's actually happening in the market versus just the headlines. In other words, knowledge equals confidence, ignorance equals fear have some talking points. For example, today the mortgage interest rates dropped back below 5%. Yet how many agents are wandering around talking about how the impact of higher interest rates is you know, making things slower? So make sure you know more than the person you're talking to. You don't have to have a hundred points. Just have the top four or five things that are happening in the market. So the more knowledgeable that you are, the less likely somebody is going to lay this question on you.
0: But you didn't answer the question. So I'm they, okay, so the, the, okay, variants of the question, if you're a new agent and you look like you're a 13 years old, like Julie mm-hmm. and I did when we got into real estate, yeah. before we got into real estate, we actually bought our, our first rental property when we were still in college. So we were able to say, we've been investing in real estate. At that point, it was like for two years. And no one would have expected us to say a longer answer than that. Or, um, you know, sometimes my mom sold real estate in the late 70s with Century 21. And so we were able to say, well, I come from a real estate family. My mom sold real estate in the late 70s with Century 21. Um, Another thing that we'd occasionally say, we weren't like trying to... um, we weren't obviously trying to tell them that we've been selling real estate for a long period of time. We are saying we had a real estate background. And if they some of them would drill down and say, well, how many homes in this area have you guys sold or whatever? And if, in our first year, remember, Julie and I sold over 100 homes our first year. So we got that question a lot of times. The way we were able to move past that really quick is when they start seeing our sold signs. When they start seeing your sold signs, they stop asking the question. The way they, you get sold signs is you you know get the listing sold by being a proactively generator.
1: That's right. So, And we're going to get to that exact question here in a second. So how long have you been in real estate now? Don't say, well, I just got my license last month. Tim just gave you some talking points. Maybe you're 35 years old and you bought your first house when you're 25. Well, you know, you've been in, in real estate for at least a decade. But
0: tell, don't say it in such a way that it could be misinterpreted. Try to be right. really, say, I bought my first house when I was 35 and I've always yes. had an interest in real estate.
1: And then ask a question and get off the topic. It doesn't really matter anyway. Okay, so don't say, I just won the Platinum Award or blah, blah, blah. Or I've sold more homes than anyone in my office. They don't care about that. They care about how you're going to solve their problems. So you can say something like, gosh, seems like forever. It's been such a fast and furious market lately. In fact, I've set a goal of helping even more people this month. Who do you know who I should be helping?
0: In a market like this, the other script that might be fun is well, given them what's going on in the market right now, in real estate estate years, I've been in real estate for a thousand years.
1: Yes, and they'll always laugh and then they'll get off of that question.
0: Exactly. Uh, You can lean into your like julie's next question actually i don't want to step on her next point the next one's something else especially with a lot of new agents or frankly agents that are wanting to pivot and become listing agents get stuck on go ahead
1: which is question number three how many homes have you sold now there's versions of this how many homes have you sold this year or in my neighborhood or in my price range or in this town for example so that all comes down to how many have you sold Uh, Now, there's different ways of answering this professionally depending on your experience level. Again, if you're a grizzled veteran and you have lots of sold signs, you can rely on your own stats. But for everyone else, the newbies, the up-and-coming agents, agents who are out of their comfort zone, their price range, or out of their geographic range, use your company stats. We've sold X number of homes here in Columbus, Ohio. Tell me more about your real estate plans. Again, we're not just answering the question. But we're then moving the conversation forward by refocusing on the person you're talking to.
0: Like, for example, if you're in with eXp Realty and you're a brand new agent, let's say you're with Julie and I's eXp Realty Group at eXp, uh, you can then say, well, we sold so many houses. You can say, "We are well, EXP Realty has sold. Or you can bring sales statistics, and this is frankly the smart move, always have sales statistics with you uh, so you can just show them the answer. So when they say, how many houses have, have you sold in this marketplace? I'm so glad you've asked. Here are the statistics of all the homes that EXP Realty has sold in your area or whatever your broker is, and then show them the list. And that'll nine times out of 10 um, get them realizing that you are with a brokerage or you are yourself a brokerage that's, you know, getting the job done of getting home sold. These are not questions that are usually going to be uh, deciders for any prospective client. These are just normal conversational questions that if you do get these questions, you're not. First of all, you shouldn't get these questions. If you're following our seven step listing process, you shouldn't get these questions. If you're sending our pre-listing pack, you shouldn't be getting these present these questions. If you're using our buyer presentation, none of these questions should come up. In a formal sales environment well they will come up is in an informal sort of casual environment and so that's the reason Julie's giving you some fun scripts to sort of you know make it so that again the point was and I hope you heard her say it she said it three times don't drill down on whatever it is answer the question and then essentially um, you know ideally kind of something that's going to make them laugh and then move on to a question that's going to direct them back to whatever it is that they're most interested in don't go on to some long diatribe And again Always avoid, when you can, talking about yourself. Look to, when you write a text or when you're just doing anything, count it, go back and count how frequently you use the word I. People do not, there's some sort of, I don't know, subconscious repulsion to people that talk excessively about themselves. Now, with that said... You want want people to talk about themselves. That way you can get to know them and they'll enjoy talking to you because you're obviously a good listener. Uh, But when you start talking about yourself as a salesperson, it'll actually result in you repelling people who would otherwise want to do business with you. You guys getting the little switch. There's two sides to that coin. Make sure you're the person listening and asking questions and showing interest. And they don't really, honestly, most people, if you're lucky, like if you think about this, this is the, you know, how frequently, dear listener, do you actually think about somebody else other than yourself? I mean, be honest. How frequently do you spend any time thinking about how you feel? Do you have to go to the bathroom? Are you hungry? You know, are you happy? Or is Bob happy? Is Bob sad?
1: I want more coffee.
0: Is <laughs> Bob need more caffeine? Right. Bob always needs more caffeine. <laughs> you know, is Bob tired? Is Bob anxious? Is Bob this? Is Bob the other thing? Blah, blah blah blah. Right. Your brain is always looking, is thinking about yourself. Um, so it's so infrequent that Bob will actually take a time to think about somebody else. And so when you are around somebody else and you're the person. This, so the reason I'm telling you that is because people aren't really, generally speaking, asking questions and listening to your answers, not like you think they are. They're not like, you know, listening to your questions like they're going to, you know, interrogate your answer. They're just listening. To your They just asked the question just to be conversational, didn't hardly listen to your answer. So if you're then pivoting and asking them a question, you're now getting them talking about whatever their favorite topic, which is almost always themselves. And this is the reason you're supposed to lean back into the Ford. Uh, script which is a conversational outline which stands for family occupation recreation and dreams and go back and listen to that past podcast on that but you guys get it So the reason these are tough questions is because you're not prepared for them to be asked of you and you're fearful of them being asked of you. And so what that results in is it results in you avoiding conversations about real estate because you're living in so much fear of some of these basic questions being answered of you. That's the reason Julie wanted to present this content to you guys.
1: Which brings me to probably my favorite uh, version of all these questions. Question number four. And this comes in many flavors, particularly freaks out new or newer agents and highly analytical types as well as conflict avoiders, which for all those categories is virtually everyone. <laughs> okay, so the question is, anything you don't know about, insert your own version here. I joke with coaching clients if, you know, they don't talk about real estate because they're afraid they're going to get stuck. Somebody's going to ask them something they don't know. I so get I it. joke about this like Okay, so Tim, I'd love to list with you today, but I don't know how to get the troop of monkeys out of my basement. Do you have any experience <laughs> with that, right? So, and I made you laugh cuz we all can relate to this, right? Or I don't know how to do a, a 1031 exchange. Who can you recommend, you know, for my 1031 1031- manager.
0: So they're afraid to have conversations that will result in them being not knowing. E- not knowing and their egos are telling them that if they don't have an answer to every single question that somehow that prospective client will think they're, we'll uh, a, yeah, will not want to work with them. And exactly. that, that's your ego because the reality of it is, is that experts are asked questions that they don't know the answers to all the time, but their egos are not so out of bounds that they know, uh, they, they're perfectly comfortable saying that they, do, they don't know the answer. Matter of fact, I'll, I'll suggest this to you. When you're asked a question, and I don't want to step on your script, okay. but when you're asked a question and you don't know the answer to it, and if you bullshit the answer, mm-hmm. everyone knows you're bullshitting the answer. And there's very, there's so many little ways that you can tell when somebody's lying to you that everyone in, intuitively knows it. They're not like an FBI profiler, which are going to rattle off all the five you know, signs that you are essentially BSing them. But intuitively, you get that little pangful feeling that this person's kind of bullshitting me. And if you get that once, chances are that's going to be enough, especially in a competitive real estate market, especially when sellers are choosing new listing agents. If they get that feeling about you once, they're going to probably just completely write you off because they're not going to trust you. Something about you, and they're going to say, well, I didn't quite click with Bob.
1: And then that's going to screw you up with your confidence Yep. because you're going to not know exactly why they didn't decide to work with you. So remember question number four is anything, all of your fears of the unknown, all of these versions of people asking you something you don't know how to deal with, don't know the answer to, aren't an expert at whatever. So the rule with this is remove your ego to what Tim said. Don't expect yourself to know everything about everything all the time because it's your ego, right? So all here's the best script ever. That's a great question, Bob. I'm writing it down. And I'll have an answer for you by this evening. What's the best number to reach you on tonight? That's your whole script. That's a great question. I'm going to write it down. I'll have an answer for you later. Where can I reach you? But I might
0: tell you guys a super secret website. Not a lot of Not a lot of you know about this website. And really, generally speaking, we only tell this to our highest level coaching members. It's an incredibly secret website. It was made by DARPA, NASA. Uh, Elon Musk hasn't even heard of this one yet, right? So when you have a question, any question you might have, the super secret website is called Google. So what you can find is if you have a uh, question that's asked of you, you can fire up the Google machine and nine times out of 10, there's, there is where the answer will be. But remember what I said to you previously, people will ask questions sometimes not even realizing their wh- lips are flapping and words are coming out of their mouths. They're not even listening to what they're saying. So do not over invest. And every little mental fart that decides to you know, be omitted because nine times out of ten, they're not listening to what they're saying. They're not really even acknowledging. They, they're they're just literally not engaged with what they're saying.
1: Well, especially conversationally, right. right? They're just you know, trying to have a nice conversation with you. Now, that said, if you're in the middle of a transaction and somebody lays a question on you and you're freaking out, don't BS, to Tim's point, because they will know. Do hit the Google machine, ask your broker, ask your coaches, get an actual answer.
0: This is taking a sidestep, but it's really important to point this out. When you guys are learning how to be proactive lead generators, all of these uh, these mental hijinks will always stymie you. You're always fearful of asking questions. What if they're, you know, you're following our conversation outline, our script and you're calling a, you know, let's say a, a, a expired listing and you're having this conversation. And then the seller asks, we train you how to do this, but I'm just telling you right now, the same process works. They'll ask you a question and an inexperienced, frankly, usually analytical agent is going to take that question uh, and they're going to completely annihilate it, trying to impress that seller Mm -hmm. with with how knowledgeable they are about whatever it is. In the meantime, they've gotten so far away from what the script is and the point of the conversation in the first place, they now lost the lead. So when someone asks you a question, And they're getting you off your game and you're following a conversational outline. Julie's script there is the best script you can possibly have. You know, Bob, I'm so glad you've. uh, That's a great question. Here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to write that down um, and I'll answer that question in two seconds. But in the meantime, Bob, so once this property sells, where are you guys going next?
1: That's right. Now, do you see how you acknowledge? so, So there are some less professional, let's be honest, not really coaches, trainers, whatever, who have have said, just ignore the objection and ask a question. Oh, I know. Okay, don't ignore the objection. That's obnoxious. It's disrespectful. You acknowledge it. You said, that's a great question. I'm going to write it down, get back with you. But meanwhile, when this sells, so you're getting back on track, you're focusing it back on Bob, Bob's needs, how you're going to help him, you're asking a new question, and you're continuing to jump back in the script. Again, these are more advanced things that we've wandered into on this podcast. We can't present everything that we teach in Premier Coaching, but we can expose you to the things that will help you move forward faster in your practice. So don't go through this market alone. A lot of these questions are changed, you know, your answers are modified a little bit through a shifting market, but you're not going to stop getting the questions. So this is very light, easy, day-to-day scripting. What we do in coaching is much more intense and drilled down how do you deal with somebody whose house is expired, maybe not once, but. Even twice you know our most popular podcast right now from people are listening to is oh my gosh this listing didn't sell what do I do so that tells you of course you're surrounded by a shifting market get involved in coaching ask questions on our daily coaching sessions get help get our scripts we're here to help you
0: knowledge equals confidence ignorance equals fear if you're feeling fear it's because you know you are not prepared for this change in market it should be obvious to all of you at this point so in the meantime, here are your action steps. Obviously, join Premier Coaching. Uh, text the word Premier to 47372 or just go to members.timandjulieharris.com. And also, I I do not mention this often enough, and you guys will sometime message us on Instagram or you know text me and ask these questions. Yes, of course, Julie and I are aligned with eXp Realty. Why the heck aren't you? So listen, if you're looking for a proactive uh, sponsor for eXp, if you're looking for someone that's going to be very, very proactive, essentially a partner with you in your success selling real estate, please do consider Julie and I. Yes, we are formally applying for the job of being your sponsored eXp Realty. It would be our honor to be considered as such. So please text me directly. And this is my real cell phone number. I know some of you are going to call, but trust me when I tell you I will not answer. But if you text me, I will respond. So text me directly and just put in the letters eXp into the, um, you know, the subject of the email. And just, uh, that's it. And my... My cell phone number, my text number is 512-758-0206. So if you're ready to join EXP and you're looking for a sponsor that is going to be very proactive in your success, I think all of you will agree after listening to this podcast, some of you uh, you know, listen to us every single day so you, I think, understand our intensity uh, about making sure we're doing everything and saying everything and being the people you need for us to be so you'll be successful because of this market. Imagine if we were also walking the path together when it came to your actual real estate business when you were on, with Julie and I at EXP Realty. So please text me directly at 512-758-0206. 512 512-758- 758 0206. In the meantime, you guys have a fantastic day. We'll talk to you on the show tomorrow.
1: This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.